Hi and welcome to Dunking Biscuits, providing etiquette for modern times. My name is Emma and obviously this is Grace. Hello! <laughs> hey! <laughs> I mean, you say obviously one day it might not be me. Like one day you could have a special guest or something. Look, we could. <laughs> Unlikely. Yeah, um, <laughs> but. but yes, um, I want to say like how are you, but I saw you this morning so I know exactly how you are. Oh, but a, a lot has changed since I've saw you <laughs> yeah, this morning. Yeah, like I woke up and I was like a little headachey, classic me, mm-hmm. hungover. Um, and I was like, no, I'm okay. I had a shower. I was feeling good. We got in the car. The car ride to Brecky, I was like, this isn't the vibiest thing I could do. <laughs> um, but then we got out, got some fresh air. It was good. Brecky was great. Oh, chili scramble. You got to love them. Yeah. And then after breakfast, I was feeling fine. I was like, what hangover? She's amazing. She's a 10. Yeah. Um, and then Jack and I went shopping, which I'm going to get into in my weekly win. Yeah. Um, and then we were driving home from High Point, which is like just the big shopping center. Mm-hmm. out near where we are and we stopped off at Coles and we were just about to walk into Coles and I was like Jack I'm gonna be sick oh, and no. he was like because we live like just around the corner from the supermarket he's like do you want me to I, I can take you home and come back and do the shopping I was like no 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 it's fine it's fine and then like two steps later I was like can you please take me home oh. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I got home and I just like dove to the couch and just laid in the fetal position oh. and Jack went off I fell like in a very deep sleep jack went off did the shopping and i woke up when he came home and i was like still a bit rocky but then i got up and started doing my sunday chores yeah. and yeah and then i flipped back around and i was fine so i've gone through a roller coaster wow. of feelings that's, today that's the opposite of what i did <laughs> <laughs> i mean we do live very different lives but um yes. yeah that was that's what a whirlwind. <laughs> so I guess... I was yeah. thinking about it. I was like, it'd be so hard to be hungover as a parent. Like, there is no way. Like I have not done it. Um, no. Jeff has. I assume he then had to, he had to like... make it. He had to make a bunk bed when he was severely hungover. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I just delivered him Coke and um, uh, uh, toasties for the for a couple yeah. of hours. And he was, like, sweating bullets. Like, <laughs> just sweat. So. <laughs> yeah, I could just imagine, like, yeah. having, like a six-year-old or something running around the house while you're dying and you're just like googling how long can you get for child slaughter um, <laughs> just, just what what is going to happen here what, what outcomes are <laughs> yeah. uh, like my life going to lead to um exactly. i think i think it just um you know management of what the expectations are for that day so like mm. if yeah. You know, they're aware that maybe it's like a movie afternoon, or maybe it's a bit low key, <laughs> and that it's might be might be helpful. <laughs> might be helpful. But anyway, um, should I get into today's please, <laughs> please? It is a corker. Yes. Um, I'm no, so I feel like if you live in Australia, no surprises of what our good news story is going to be. Obviously, I'm going to be talking about Ned Brockman, um, and there's already calls for him to be named Australian of the Year after running um, roughly 100 kilometers a day on average to raise money for homelessness. So Ned Brockman is, I think he's around 23-year-old yep. um, man from Sydney, and just a bit over a month ago, so 46, oh, it's probably like 50 days ago now because it's a few days old, mm-hmm. um, but just over a month ago, he left Cottesloe Beach in Western Australia, and his goal was to run roughly 4,000 kilometres across um, Australia and finish off at Bondi Beach in Sydney. Um, so he ran 3,953 kilometres in 46 days and 12 hours. Um, just a quick update. How's your 100 kilometres for the month? Um, look, we're, we're tight. <laughs> I haven't hit mine either. We're, so. we're tight. Um, we're going to get there, <laughs> but we're tight. Um, exactly. Yeah, I'll get back to that. So, 
all of that being said, um, when this article was written, he had raised $1.85 million for the homelessness charity We Are Mobilise. Um, I'm pretty sure that's now clocked over to over $2.5 million, yes, which is yep. huge. Um, so why did he do it? His like, purpose behind it, other than raising money for this mm-hmm. charity, was um, just a love of testing himself. So his tagline for the run was, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. And he's quoted saying, I love challenging my body and my mind to see how far I can actually go and see the capabilities of the human body. Mm-hmm. Um, and in turn, using that to raise awareness to the issue of, issue of homelessness, which is something I want to help. Um, this is a quite a long article, but I just want to skip down to the injuries. Oh because my obviously running roughly 100 I kilometers a day. I read about these. Um, he lost 11 kilos while doing it, which I, I was kind of surprised. I thought that might have been like more, like maybe nearly 20 kilos, but I suppose... Maybe his body got to a point where it's like, no, no, we need to store all this. Yeah. But um, anyway, so his body copped an absolute beating. Um, it's And he's quoted saying, it's funny. A lot of people ask what percentage is physical and mental. It's 100% physical and 100% mental. Mm-hmm. Um, and he started the mission already in a fair bit of pain. So when he started, he had um, some pretty sore knees. Um, but he said that nobody died from sore knees. So he just kept on trucking. Yeah, pretty sure people have died of sore knees. <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, and then after just over a week of grinding on the tarmac, um, another issue emerged. So by day eight, the knee pain went away, and he got severe tendonitis in his shin muscle. Um, so he had to walk for two of those days, and um, he walked a marathon in one day, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next day, he said that we have to sort this out. So he had to drive um, a twenty-eight hour round trip to Wyala to get an MRI and a cortisone ingestion. Um, he had to get two cortisone ingestions, uh, injections. Yep. And then he had to come back and run 700 kilometers that week. So <laughs> my mum growing up had a pretty bad back from, um, she used to be a jockey and she used to have to get cortisone injections in her back. And she would be like out of action for a couple of days afterwards as it kind of like settles in and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas he was like injection run. Yeah. 700 kilometers. Wild. Um, Obviously, he had quite a few blisters on his feet as well, just from running on the tarmac every single day. And every night, he could hardly walk to the bathroom or go to, to go to the toilet. He was just in so much pain um, that he just kept pushing through and got it done. So I actually watched yeah. it live when he finished in Bondi. Yeah, I watched his, a video of it. I didn't watch um, it live. But. Instagram. And um, it was wild. And... Um, I read a lot about his injuries and everything like that, but he's actually had previously, and I can't remember how old he was, so it must have been in the last two years, around 40, 45 marathons in 45 days or something like that. Yeah, so I've got that. Um, it's like not his first kind of big achievement in the running mm-hmm. space. Yeah, he ran, um, oh, I had it in this article, but now I don't know where it is. But yeah, something like 45 marathons in 45 days, and he raised quite a bit of money. Um, for a different charity doing that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just an incredible person just to persist with this. Like, and like, no, other than getting his injection by the sounds of it, like, no rest days, just get up, go. Like, yeah. And on wild. his on his Instagram, like, each day he would have, like, what he did, um, yeah, a, like his motivational update. song for the day, and a quote from yeah, someone. Yeah, a quote and of the day. It's just, I think, if you're having a rough day, and you can go to any one of those posts and read any of the um, quotes or even just listen to the songs, um, you'd feel better, I'm, Yeah, I would say. But um, just 
Incredible. So I, th- I think what I'll do on Wednesday is I'll share that news article. It's just from the ABC. Yep. Um, for anyone who can access that website. And, yeah, I reckon we share his Instagram profile as well. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it already, he's, yeah, become such a phenomenon around the show. I reckon he will get a show of the year. You reckon? Like, there's such a big, like, hype. He'll definitely be in the running. Yeah. But, yeah, just so cool. Amazing. So amazing. So amazing. Right, enough celebrating other people onto the two most important people in this chat, you and I. What is your <laughs> weekly win? Um, it's movement-based, but it's um, Ooh, yes. not not as extreme, much less, much less extreme. Um, I, oh, we cannot compare ourselves. <laughs> um, as previously mentioned, I'm trying to do more movement, better sleep, etc., um, I just want to give an update, and it's a win. So, yeah, cool. um, basically, I have put um, parameters on my phone, so I ca- I don't have my like things that waste time on my phone open yeah. from nine p.m. till seven a.m. So it stops me from scrolling endlessly at night. Um, makes yeah. me go to sleep earlier, and um, walking. I've done a little bit of running um, in my walking, but I found pushing a, I can only assume she's like pushing nearly 20 kilos. She's so heavy. Um, Two-year-old and. Oh, I thought you were talking about Ginny. I was like. No. No, I held her today. I could like like lift her up over my head confidently. No, she's she's like six kilos. So let's say, let's say between about 25 kilos in a pram and running, I can do it. I would only get better at doing, but also it only get heavier because Ginny will grow and so will Mackenzie. So we'll just see how that goes. But I have, um, the last week I've walked every day. Yeah. Um, some days I've walked and three that's days. because it's been pretty rainy weather. It's been gross. Um, I will say uh, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, when it was like really hot and sunny. Yeah. I, Wednesday was a gorgeous day. I put sunscreen on. I have a hat, etc. I didn't. And I put sunscreen like this, so for my wrists up, and so yeah. my hands have gotten yeah. like super dark because when you're holding pram, obviously, yeah, your hand, your knuckles are there. And anyway, so now my my hand, I don't know if you can tell on the screen, but like they're super dark compared to the rest Do of you have a um, wedding band line um, from your rings? No, but I look at this watch tan, and it's literally been oh, like I love a dirty watch tan. Like literally three. <laughs> see, days. I can't really see how dark your hands are, but I can definitely see how white your wrist is. Yeah. <laughs> um so it's it was really good so my my win is basically i'm enjoying being outside walking i'm enjoying um getting back to my sort of norm i guess my normal routine and um having the benefits of doing that which i feel better i'm sleeping better and for anyone who is just like oh this is too hard just start walking just walk listen to a podcast and walk um and I just think you'll feel a lot better. And I, I yeah, walk, I it's agree. about an hour to do about a 5K. Um, yeah. Uh, generally because I have to stop a bit <laughs> to talk to someone. Girl gets hungry. Uh, to explain, like, you know, that's a flower and stuff like that. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'd say get get out there. And um, my win is um, the movement. So, yeah. Um, stay tuned to next well, week where I say win. how many Ks I did per day to finish my 100Ks in a month. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> and so yourself? Um, yeah, so as I said, Jack and I went shopping today. It's his birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, 
well, it'll be two days ago by the time this comes out. Yeah. Um, but we went, because I've had his birthday present picked for months, and I've been like, the whole year I've been like, I can buy it now, and you can have it. It just means, like, when it comes to October, you won't have anything. Because, like, it was something that he wanted. So I, I've got him a KitchenAid stand mixer. Perfect. Which... I mean, also just means he's going to cook me more delicious food. So win, win, thank win, you, win, selfish win, win. gift. <laughs> um, but we were just walking around Maya today, just having a look at just like men's clothing and shirts and stuff. And there was this like really cool um, kind of like button up green shirt. And Jack's like, oh, yeah, I really like that. And it was like discounted. It was originally like 70 or so dollars. And it was down to 20. I was like, yeah, sweet. Chuck that on top. Yeah. Because like we had to like order the KitchenAid and it's getting like delivered later in the week. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that way, like you've got something for tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and then like 20 bucks i'm so generous i know but then we got to the checkout and the lady scanned it through and it scanned through for four dollars sixty what and i was like amazing oh my god what? yeah so you got like this like super nice like branded t-shirt like button-up shirt that scanned through for four dollars sixty coffee for that and i was <laughs> I pay more for that for a coffee usually and I was just like and because like Jack didn't come up to check out with me he's like I had you I was like you're not going to believe how much this cost he was like yeah $20 I was like no much less was the, was the math then, off like what's going on there I don't like I checked the receipt as well and like it scanned through it said like $20 and then like discount further and I was like win amazing yeah so congratulations happy birthday That's Jack I spent $4 on you <laughs> love you <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, yeah, so I was just like, then I was kind of annoyed because we didn't even look at like the women's sale stuff, and I was like, I could have got like a three dollar dress. <laughs> anyway, um, huge, huge win. That yeah, is very such impressive. Such a great win. <laughs> I love those surprising wins too. Like you thought you were gonna win with the oh. twenty bucks, and then it. <laughs> yeah, and then I won even more. I love like a sneaky like scan through discount that you didn't like think was coming. Oh, so, so good. good, so so good. Love that for you guys. <laughs> So this week we are starting a new series, uh, something I unfortunately know way too much about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to start off with a question, and the Please. question is relating to the series: is how many times have you moved house? Um, you a as account. a adult, not as a child, like just in your whole life. Let's go. Okay. Let's go all the way back to OG Little Emma. Um, and while you're thinking, I'm also going to count. <laughs> uh, born there. Move there, move there, move there. Mm -hmm. Eleven, twelve times. This is really podcasting. Eleven, twelve times. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I would guess. I am. I'm in my tenth house. Yeah. Um, that I've lived in. Well, one of them was like uni res, and I only. That's what I'm saying. Uni res, I like. I moved dorms, and I'm like. Does that count? Because I did technically move home for the summer and then move back. And then come back. So I'm not sure. I'd count that. Yeah. Mainly so I can justify counting my own year <laughs> living. Um, but I lived in the same house for 18 years. Like, mm-hmm. didn't move at all during my childhood. And then in the past nine years, I have moved to nine different places. <laughs> so, living the dream. Just a heads, up, heads up to Jack, Jack just be like, up, hey, I, I need to move the next six months, just letting you know in advance. Yeah, just like, I'm sorry, I've got a bit of a streak going, and um, new year, new house. Yeah. That's me. Um, yeah. I would say that moving is 
annoying, but it's probably good for a change. And change yeah, scenery, don't mind change, change location. I'm not saying that you should do it regularly, uh, but I think it it kind of gives you a different insight to different parts of the world. So, and your that uh, is by true. World, I mean, you don't have to go globally, but like different communities, different um, scenery. So, like if you had lived by the beach, maybe you lived by a lake or you lived by a mountain or wherever. And I just think you get a bigger experience of life. Is my personal view. Jeff yeah. does not have this view. Cool. It's very, it's very um, challenging because <laughs> I'm like, I want to do this, and he's like, mm, Nah, I like it here, and I'm like, forever. But all of our <laughs> stuff's already here, Emma. <laughs> yeah. um, at the moment, I'm siding with Jeff mainly because, as we know, I have just moved, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to stay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think as well, like I, as I said, lived in the same house for 18 years in uh, very, very country Victoria, mm-hmm. and so I think like moving so many times around the city has given me like a good like taste of different parts of Melbourne mm-hmm. even though the first eight places were all like kind of like in a very south side bubble mm-hmm. I like know all the like kind of like different spots around yeah. there and now I get to venture out to the north side still makes me feel a bit like uh yeah north look, side I'll, but I'll, I'll forgive, forgive you but um thank it is, you it's hard um <laughs> but anyway as I said today we are talking about moving and we're going to start with the very start we are preparing to move preparing to move which sounds like you know, it's more about the mentality rather than actually the physical it is. part of it. To... <laughs> <laughs> you have to get in the right headspace. Yeah. This is happening. I need to get this done. Yeah, so I um, have come across an article. Um, it's called onthegomoving.com, and I actually think it's a moving company that gives insights to um, how to uh, move properly. That sounds like a moving company. So I'm like, good on you because people are Googling mm-hmm. it. Why not put it on your website, then promote your own business. Yep. Love that for you. So there's two parts I want to talk about. The first one is preparing yep. your belongings. And the second one is what what to pack first or the order to pack things kind of thing. Yeah, okay. So Interested in the order to pack things. Yeah. I think I agree with m- most or most, like all of them. So um, I'd like to s- see if you are the same. All right. Okay. So um, number one is sort and take inventory of your belongings. So basically it's just seeing what you have and what you do not have. And okay. like it doesn't have to be a list as such, but it might be just room things. So for example, um, you need to make sure you have this ready so you know when you're packing a certain box or a certain room or you're commun- communicating with your moving company that in the bed main bedroom you'll need to have this bed, these side tables, etc. Yeah. So making sure you have an idea of what you have in what room, etc. Personally, I yeah. would write it down just because I like to make a list of things. Um, if yeah. you're a bit fast, loose, whatever, <laughs> a bit but loosey goosey, um, it might be more beneficial for the movers um, if you're employing someone to help you that way. The next one, which we all love, we all love it. It's a love hate relationship, but you got to do it. Yeah. And that is decluttering. Oh, oh the cull. The oh, cull. I live for the cull. The cull. <gasps> yes, so, that is definitely... I hate packing. Yeah. I hate... Love unpacking because, like, you get that done so quick. You're like, I'm in the zone. I'm in my new space. This yeah. goes here. That goes there. Yeah. But packing can get in the bin. But culling yeah. is definitely the best part. Like, I threw out... Well, I didn't throw out. I donated. Yeah. So many clothes. Just... It was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Freeing. So good. So, before you begin packing, get rid of items that you don't need. Why go through the trouble of 
packing it, then unpacking me like, why I don't use this. Yeah. Um, and that was like big, this one, because as we know, I moved in with Jack. So mm-hmm. I, we had like lots of doubles of things. Yeah. And so I got to be like really brutal and was like, I definitely don't need this. Like Jack's got this and he's is like a better quality one. So I can just like get rid of so much junk. It's amazing. Like to the point I've got rid of like my measuring jug. Cause I was like, we don't need two no. and mine's got a crack in it. So see you later. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, and I think like if you can give away, sell or donate your items, mm. do it. Um, rather yeah. than people buying new things, give it a second life, etc. Um, if you are doing that, which we have touched on before, make sure it is as the best um, quality it yeah. can be. So if it makes it clean or you need to dust it, etc. Um, as for... mentioned, I didn't sell my measuring jug because of the crack. Yeah. But as we know, as our f- Facebook marketplace, I sold a lot of stuff. Yeah. Good. It's a good thing. Um, number three, this one I feel like it's obvious, but it's also a bit like, ugh. Clean and yeah. dust items before packing. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Because like, you want it to be spick and span when you get it to your new house. Yeah. I would say that it's – some people might think it's, like, a double job. Like, why would I clean and do that when I can do that at the new place? But if you're like me, I don't dust all the time. So, like, there's no, certain items in our house. Yeah, and there's, there's items in our house that I'm like, if I put that in a box – like I might just pull out a dust ball when I come out the other end. Yeah, it's, it's gonna so contaminate dusty. the other things in the bag. Yeah, or in so the box. Um, get a cloth, get some spray, whatever you need to do to make sure things are clean. Um, yes, you might have to do a slight wipe down at the other end just because of moving is grubby. Um, yeah, but the main part of it will be done, and it's yeah. one less job you have to do on the actual moving day because exactly. much like no, I agree. most people most people move and pack their house over several days but the actual unpacking can be a lot faster if you do this yeah and it's just like as i said like bang you go here this is your spot yeah unpack done okay number four and i feel like this is one of those things that seems really easy but it can be really yeah hard is find a reliable moving service yeah. Oh, man. Look. I have moved with a couple of different companies. I think I've used maybe three over my last mm-hmm. few moves. I've always, like, annoyingly had to get a moving truck because, like, there are just certain things that don't fit in an i30 yeah. car, unfortunately, like a no. queen bed mattress and <laughs> so on. Um, but, yeah, but last company I moved with, they were so good and so quick, and I had, like, these two super young guys like come in and they were just like so kind and just like fast and everything like that so I definitely even though as I've said I'm not moving ever again um will like (laughs) use that and like Jack had like this other company booked I was like no 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 change it cancel it go with these guys you'll be much happier and yeah yeah, they were the same like super good um yeah so it might not be the first thing on your mind when you are packing your house like it's obviously something you need to do but if you um, ask your friends or ask your colleagues, especially people who live in that area and have, mm. um, or maybe um, know someone who've moved to that area, and you can use a trusted company rather than just going with someone that you may not have heard anything from except um, some reviews on their website. Um, yeah, I would do that. I would just have a conversation with some people, get an idea of who's going to be good, um, and go with that. Because um, I feel like you're more likely to trust a friend or family rather than a review online. Oh, especially if it's on their website, because they're obviously only going to put the good reviews yeah, up. Yeah, up the top, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Don't understand that. Um, so that is the prepare your belongings part. So yeah, fairly simple, fairly obvious, still need to be said kind of situation. And oh, just a little tidbit. Mm. If you're moving on a weekend, like book your moving company so far in advance because like weekends obviously super popular. Yeah. Um, like I booked about five or so weeks in advance mm-hmm. and like even then like it was like, oh, we, yeah, I think we can fit you in in the morning. And it was like. This is a long way away, so like, yeah, I would say that should be the first thing you do. Is Number book one, company, yeah, yeah, or it's or like get that started. You might not have to book yeah. them before you start packing, but like just get the the research started, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, on to the um, what to pack first. Part. Okay, so um, challenging, I think, to oh. decide the exact list. But this is the order from this particular website. Again, it's okay. a website that that's, that's their job, is to move houses. Yeah. So start packing in the least used room. So whatever room you use least, pack there first. I somewhat agree with this, but in my last house, I had three rooms. I used them all quite frequently. <laughs> I'm just saying, like... <laughs> Yeah, I guess it yeah. just depends on the size, etc. So yeah. the the first sentence is like, you don't want to start packing the kitchen or with your f- child's favorite toys, which is true. Like if I packed yeah, all Mackenzie's toys up and we're not moving in for another th- like three weeks, it's a long three weeks. <laughs> like I, just, I would be taking. It's not some, worth it. Yeah. Um. So at least use room, um, and then more frequent rooms progress through. So depending yeah, on what that is. Um, in their exa- example, they said garage, basement, closet, um, attic. So those areas where really it's more of a storage area. Yeah. Um, I th- Which hopefully, I th- like, especially, like, garage and basement and mm. attic if you have one, like, hopefully a lot of the stuff's already packed. Yeah, it's more about just putting them in a, in a spot that they're accessible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so number two, pack items that are in storage. So... Pack items that are already packed away and in storage. That way, that that's already done. But that's an easy thing yeah. because you're literally you're just, just picking up and moving tubs. them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think if they're packed, they're done. Tick that off. It's an easy yeah. thing to tick off a list. And I think you'll, you'll start to feel like the ball's rolling, even though you really technically just identified that that's like ticked off. <laughs> hey, if you can cross something off oh, your to do list, then you are a winner. That's honestly. Put on, I used yeah. to put get up on my morning routine as like a thing to tick off, and I was like, man, yeah. I'm achieving. Um, oh, I'm crushing <laughs> it. Today's going to be a great day. Okay, next next thing after you've done that is pack the most difficult room. Do not save this room for last. You'll be tired out by the time you get to this room, and it might result in being disorganized packed. So, like, if there's a room where you're like, oh my gosh, that's going to be so challenging, that's the room you need to do next. Yeah. So the least like least used room, your storage stuff. So for example, Christmas decorations, etc. And then the yeah. one that you think is going to be the most difficult. I I quite like that because I would hate to think that I did all the easy stuff and then the last thing I have to do was this hideous room. I get that. Yeah. I definitely Once again it depends on the room though. Because yeah. like for me and like my last move, I would have said the kitchen would probably be the most difficult room, mainly because it had the most amount of cupboards. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, there were things I could pack straight away, like 
my rice cooker or like my casserole dish and stuff like that yeah. like things I could easily put away but then there was also like by the end of it I had <laughs> one plate one bowl and like one like knife fork spoon mm-hmm. and was just like constantly just reusing those because yeah. yeah there's certain things in that difficult room that I couldn't pack until like the morning of yeah when I was yeah I think moving. I think it it really depends on like how many people you're moving with how many people you're yeah. living with are you all moving is it just you moving like there's a lot of elements I'd just say these are these are sort of a, a etiquette or guideline yeah a guideline too to yeah. sort of follow i think if you follow them to a t it's not going to suit everybody but yeah i totally yeah. agree like the kitchen would be probably one of the most difficult rooms because it just got so yeah. much stuff and also it's like the fragile stuff is probably the other part yeah. element of it i would say that so i always pack my crockery and my towels together like no, it's yeah. like i like lasagna them it's yeah. like one towel like weave its way Perfect. through like five plates yeah yeah there's genius levels here. This is like thank you, so good. Yeah, but I right. think you can pack a lot of kitchen stuff up that you won't be using. Yeah, like as I said, like there were some things I could easily and like within the last week, I just like I cooked like I just meal prep for that week, mm-hmm. and so that way I could get rid of like my pots and well, not get rid, but I could pack my pots and pans mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, because like they were except for then issue struck. Oh yeah, because I sold my microwave. I was like, so devastating. That's like it's the saddest story of all time. (laughs) (laughs) It was just yeah. I just was like, how do I, how do I cook things now that are already cooked? Yeah. Um, So I had to go back to like the old and heating up in a pot and pan. I was like, oh god, this sucks. (laughs) Yeah. Um, number four is pack out of season items next. Yeah. I always do, like, my fancy... Well, like, I start usually packing my clothes when I've got keys to the new place. Mm -hmm. So that way I can, like, go and, like, stuff that needs to be hung up, I can, like, quickly pack it in a box, take it over, and then hang it up so it doesn't get too crinkled and, Mm -hmm. God forbid, I have to iron. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, but I definitely agree. Like, coats and stuff, like, formal dresses that you know you're not going to be wearing within the next five days or so on. Like, it... And that's only if you can. Like, I've always been able to because I've, like, have never moved, like... Super, super fun. day, yeah. So I can, like, do the trips. Yeah. Big fan of the trips. Yeah, I think the back and forth is helpful. One, because you can sort of start setting up as you go and it doesn't feel yeah. so stressful. But also, two, it's less, it's going to cost less, less yeah. overall. Less to put like in the large, I mean, large amounts of money. Obviously, petrol's expensive, <laughs> depending how far you're travelling each time. Yeah. But I'm, I think more about, like, you don't need a bigger van to move yeah. on stuff. So, you don't need to take up more of the van's time. Yes. So yeah. I think um, depending on where you live and um, the type of clothes that you wear, it could also include um, like a Christmas stuff because if you don't need it, you can move that across and you know, mm. you're know you not going to yeah. have to find a place to unpack it because you know where it's going to go. Um, I think you, um, you might also think like things like if you – have mowed your lawn for the last time and you know you're not going to mow your lawn again take yeah. your lawn. like that kind of stuff I feel like that could be classified as out of season because like, you've used it for the last time yeah like, like you know it's not going to be yeah. started up before yeah, yeah. That's, um, yeah that's a good one number five um, pack um, decor and books so obviously and things... one thing I've made a mistake oh yeah never fill up a whole box of books because I promise you, you cannot lift it. 
So mine was like, once again, another hybrid box of books and sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. I could not I'm, pick I'm up I'm so a surprised. Box of books. I don't know why I'm so surprised, sorry. Um, <laughs> with your knowledge. It just seems like it's so obvious, but at the same <laughs> time, like, I would not have thought about that. Like, I would have been like, yeah, yeah. books and this box. But yeah. Nah, not awesome. a whole, like, unless you have, like, a trolley or something, but if you, uh, me and loading boxes into your car, you cannot lift up a whole box of books. True. I would also say that um, because you're moving house, you probably don't need to look at your pretty things. So that's why it's, yeah. you can move it across if you like have the keys already. Like your stuff if you've got yeah. that. Yeah. Um, that way you can sort of start setting up the home, new home with your pretty things. That if Obviously yeah. you can hang things or whatever. Get that homely feel um, earlier. Because you won't need them. You don't need them while, you, while you're moving. You need them in your no. place. So I totally get that. I think that's pretty simple and the last yeah. one um pack shoes and jewelry so once um, again not all shoes in the same box yes they get heavy <laughs> um so it says leave out pieces and pairs um that you wear often and pack mm. the rest there's no need to wait until the last minute to pack shoes or jewelry that you only wear occasionally i'm a sucker for i just wear pretty much the same jewelry all the time maybe for a special occasion yeah. i will change it up and um Pretty much the same for shoes. <laughs> At the moment, I yeah. wear two pairs of shoes. One is like a skate shoe and the other is a runner. Because it hasn't got quite warm enough that I'm going to wear like slides or anything. I know, it's not quite like, season Yeah, yet. it's not quite there yet. It's, it wants to, it's trying, but it's not quite there yet. Yeah. So I, if I was to move house, I haven't worn any other shoes in four, since Ginny's been born. So like five, yeah. five, nearly five months. So I'm like, I feel fairly comfortable packing other shoes. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like... Well, yeah, it's the same, like... For someone who never wears heels, got a lot of them. Yeah. Could very quickly pack right. them. Right. Um, Occasionally so I get dressed up. That's just, I would say, a starting point because mm. I think everybody's circumstances may um, change or be different depending on um, the type How of mood, people, who's moving, where you're moving to, house, yeah. um, or even or where you're moving from. Like, are you moving from a small place to a large place, a big place mm. to a small place? And so I think it's just a a, a guideline more of um, yeah but don't things. worry we will continue to yeah. unpack this <laughs> <laughs> I was I was hoping that one of us would do that but I'm glad it wasn't me and that you did. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry I would take the bad joke crown <laughs> gladly um anyway uh, apologies yeah. for last week I was really unwell so <laughs> yeah. that's why we didn't record um, but hopefully we made up for it this week and um, if you want to follow us on Instagram we're at Dunking Biscuits Podcast and we'll speak to you soon have a good week yeah. sounds good have a good week everyone bye, bye.